All right. Let me let me start that all over again. Welcome. Welcome in to all of you. Part of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, this is the final word on um, all the stuff concerning uh, the death of the Zaniacs. Thank you for being here. I wanted to kind of, you know, uh, lay this out there today because uh, I don't want it to mess with this week's shows. So I figured I would kind of give you like what's going on. Hey, Don, how are you, buddy? Uh, Give me the uh, what's up as to why I uh, have announced that the Zaniacs are dead. Now, when I say that, obviously, still plenty of people who are, were part of that group who love the show. So, but um, that chapter is 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 over, has has closed. We've closed the book on that, and we are moving on. But uh, people just don't know what exactly what the hell happened, and they're in the dark, and they want to know. So, I figured I would just take the time on a special um, deal here and just explain it to you all from my perspective of how this unfolded. I will say this. Um, a lot of it is a blur and I'm, I'm going to get some of it wrong, but for the most part, I got it. Um, and you might actually catch me going, wait a minute. No, hold on. And kind of like picking it up. And, but, um, a lot of this is what I was feeling at the time, why I did certain things. And, my thought process as to why I did those things. Um, so that's, that's where I'll start. I don't know if I'll necessarily get to your, um, questions, but, um, if you have them, if I see them, great. Um, like Kabubi 69 says, are you saying the ones who helped build the fear bunker studio are no longer Zaniacs? Well, I don't know, man. Um, some of them. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's primarily just a handful of people that I'm super upset with because there were people that were here building the studio, like Joe Morin, who, and, uh, Mike Lees and, uh, Stefan Hyde and, 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 and others whom I'm forgetting who were fantastic. And, and a lot of, a lot of that discussion has been like, oh, they were so, they did so much for you. How could you possibly, how could you possibly? And it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess if you were to put yourself into the scenario of, let's say you've have someone in your life that's very, very kind to you, like all of that was at a point in time. But as of right now, as of the current time, they aren't. At some point, you might wave the flag and say, I've had enough. I'm out. That's sometimes how relationships work. So I don't, I don't, I've never really understood the whole idea of they did so much for you. How could you possibly ever be offended by anything that they're doing? So I've never really bought that. And I don't accept it. I challenge that. Um, you know, if I am great to Diana and then I'm not great to Diana 
And she says, I'm leaving you because you're treating me so poorly. I'm not going to say, well, I was great to you before. That's not going to work. So let's go back. It all starts. um, And I, I actually am a little concerned about legality of some of this. Um, because right now everybody wants to kick my ass and I, um, I, you know, everybody's watching and listening with rabbit ears. Um, but I got to just tell you what's up. I had, uh, plenty of issues with one particular listener who always seemed to joke a little bit too far. Uh, the jokes that come to mind were uh, while I'm talking to my daughter on here, the person wrote, Jackie, keep talking. I'm almost finished. She, she ended up seeing that, but it, it's just horrible. Um, so the idea funny, but still, it was a little much, so I had to I had to call this person up and I said, Hey, that really bummed out Jackie. You might want to dial it back. Then it got a little weird when the discussion uh, I had my niece on here and it was all sorts of discussions about her breasts, which she saw. So I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. Um yeah, just little little things like that kind of building up over time. I still didn't really say anything to um, stop the behavior. This person would come over unannounced. And I'm like, you know, I feel creepy. I feel like this is bad, but this person's been very nice to me. I'm, I kind of don't know what to do. That's my fault. Uh, this person wanted to play a prank on me and did on Halloween with a chainsaw and like come running around the corner with the chainsaw out. And it was, it was a horrible idea and it was terrible. The people in the neighborhood were like, what the fuck is going on there? And Diana was in on it. I think, um, we were all in the same boat at the time. Like, Oh, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. And okay. Probably, probably was nothing. And, uh, so, but what I was doing there by not saying, Hey, you gotta leave me alone. You gotta let go of the whole trying to create, create scenarios for the show. Um, I didn't. And so the guy was continuously trying to um, do funny things for the show, which aren't funny. I mean, let's be honest. The guy is not funny. Um, so he's constantly reaching out to Diana and saying, hey, let me come there and uh, uh, act like I'm painting your basement and we'll take a picture. It'll be great for the show. And uh, so she's getting inundated with, uh, text messages from dude and 
She's ignoring it over time. And, and, and the hint's not being taken. So you got page after page of, let me come over and clean the pool. Let me put my arm around you. And what do you, this will be great for the show. And it, it, it never, it never uh, stuck. The hint was never took. It's a little, little too much. Let's just get out of that. And so that all unfolds. Um, one thing kind of, it just kept piling up, you know? And, um, I, uh, I think that that's our biggest, uh, uh, problem. We never ever said, okay, enough. And part of that is because the group had done so much, uh, to help out over time that I was like, I I'm a little concerned about offending them. It did bother me, but I wasn't, I wasn't saying anything. Um, so the kids, Jackie and, uh, uh, Madison were like, yeah, we don't like him. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, well, he's going to be over for a party. Well, we won't be there. Okay. Now I've said all this before. I said it at the last time I threw the guy under the bus when I was pissed off. And then I apologized. You're probably like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah. So I'm going to get to all that. Don't worry. I'm trying to remember this as I talk about it. And like I said, I'm probably going to have to go back and say, oh yeah, wait a minute. There was this too. Um, so that's my fault. Then one day on Patreon, I'm talking about how the neighborhood, um, Yard, neighborhood yard sale is going on. So all these fucking people are at my house and um, I didn't like people parking in front of the driveway and uh, actually in front of the mailbox because the mail, mail lady can't deliver the fucking mail. So I was bitching about it. And so uh, I bitched about it and then that was it. I also indicated that I had to go over to my daughter's and let out her dog. I don't know it at the time, but the Zaniacs uh, are plotting that someone came up with an idea about sending there and in front of Eric's house to camp out, not only in front of his mailbox, but in front of his driveway. And so the plan was hatched. I leave, I'm gone for extended time, like in the neighborhood of an hour and a half to two hours. By the time I drive across town, hang out with the dog, drive back. As I'm pulling up, not only is there a car in front of the mailbox, it's in front of my driveway. Now, this is a very important thing because this part of the story is where I'm being accused of being a liar and I'm not. And so I'm like, okay, uh, what the fuck is going on here? Um, Dean has, now I don't know how long he's been there. I don't know who in my neighborhood has seen him. I know that I raised the stink in the neighborhood by I put a sign up that says, don't park here. So who knows what the fuck they were thinking. The same way as the neighborhood didn't know what the fuck was going on when Dean come running around the corner on Halloween with kids all over the neighborhood. I said it, damn it. Uh, wielding a fucking chainsaw. But whatever. I digress. 
Um, so I see the car and then I was, I didn't know what to do. So I hit 911 and I hit send. Now at about the same time that that call connected, a face emerges that's hiding in the front seat of the car. And I'm like, what? And shooting video. At about that time, I go, oh boy. And I hang it up. Big smiles, jokes on me, video's still rolling. I'm like, fuck me. Now, at this point, all of the shit, all of the hairs that had been going up on the back of my neck about this guy for a long, long time. You know, correct. Probably, probably nothing. I don't know. I can't dive into this person's head and figure out motives or anything like that. But I think we can all agree it was a horrible idea. Again, uh, I've got a vibe of creepiness, and I think you do too, based on what I've told you. So I blew up, and I stand by that. Who wouldn't have blown up? And I said the line, quit crossing the line and get the fuck out of here. And that was it. The die was cast. That was it. By the time I get in the driveway, my phone's ringing. It's 911. Pick it up. No, there's no problem. It's it's over. I hang it up. Then I'm like, fuck. My brain starts working. Is this guy a psychopath? I don't know. I have no idea. I wasn't going to find out, so I called the cops. Now, let me pause this story because um, tell me if you think this is this is uh, about this because that part of the story is what led the Zaniacs, specifically, well, I don't know for sure who did the Freedom of Information Act request on me, but somebody did. One of that bunch did a Freedom of Information Act request on me and determined that I did call 911. Nothing shows up other than the one call on 911. Now, I don't know why that first call didn't show up when I hung it up when I saw the face. I don't know. Maybe it has to go longer before it logs. I have no idea. I don't know how my county's 911 system works. But I know that on that first call, I didn't speak. So maybe that has something to do with it. I'm not sure. Well, for some reason, and I'll go back to where we were on the story, but for some reason, this has come up as this is a smoking gun. This is a aha moment of lies and deceit because Eric did not call Dean. Damn it. Did not call 911 when this first happened. And I'm like, well, I did. But even if I didn't, what the fuck does it matter? That that doesn't do anything. It doesn't 
prove anything. The, the point was I felt uncomfortable. So uh, the comment, Andrea, is like Perry Mason. Yeah, I was like, well, no, I don't know what to tell you. And so Andrea's been making this, I have been betrayed and lied to and lied to and I slept in your hotel room and you, be- oh my God, this is so dramatic. And I'm like, well, I did call. I don't know why it didn't register, but again, who gives a fuck? That's not a a, a basis to, to have this grand, aha, eureka moment, you know? Um, so I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but if that's your basis for all of this hatred, okay, let's back up. Call the cops. I go, I need somebody to call me. I hang up on that 911 call. And, um, then the cop calls me back. He looks up dude's name. And he's like, all right, all right, I see, because you want us to call him? I go, well, I go, what do you think? He goes, well, I don't know. Um, it might be worth looking into just a phone call just to keep those boundaries up. And I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Um, let's, just, let's just leave this alone. The dust is probably going to settle. But at the time, I was freaked out. Um, hat, now, um, this is my second mistake. My first mistake was not nipping this in the bud. My second mistake was had I had the ability to do this over, I would have calmly said, okay, I love you, but this is too much. This is enough. I'm going to need you to actually, with all due respect, stay away. No more. Um, so I made that mistake. Um, but at the time I was very pissed off that happens at no point did any member of that crew that came up with this or who, who did it, did anyone has anyone ever said, sorry about that. Not a one that's never happened. Uh, however, they all would meet on an, uh, a messenger group and they would discuss me. And at, at this, this point, it's starting to turn on me. And there's a lot of discussion on there. And you're like, how, how did you know that was happening? It's because I had uh, several moles who were sending me screenshots of all of this shit. I made up that I was on the group, but that was a lie. I wasn't. I just wanted to fuck with you. No, I had several moles in there that were sending me screenshots. And there's a lot of talk about me on this. And uh, every single one of these people are very supportive of Dean. Damn it. Well, oh, fuck it. Uh, it's public record. Who cares, right? Um, so they're all very, very supportive of Dean. And um, Tyler writes, why, why would they apologize? They've helped you before, so they get a free pass for anything. Um, so the day ends. Saturday comes and goes. I post a video of a leak at one part of my house. And, oh, my God, this is a, it's an unrelated video. And I see Dean writing 
cross the line references. This is going to be his go-to joke from here till the end of time. Um, and I go, oh boy, he's not. I, I, I had hoped it was going to go away. And then Monday, I'll just pick up where we left off. So I realized he was having a problem. Um, I forget, this is where the timeline gets a little foggy. I could go back and look at the text, but I want to keep the story going. I reached out to him. Uh, Pellerito was involved. The idea of uh, a mediator or something like that, or I, I don't know. It was, it was kind of like, let's figure this out. And then I reached out and I said, hey, we got to figure this out. And then Dean said, uh, I saw your messages. This is going to take some time. First, Dean wanted, didn't ask what it was. Pellerito reached out and said um, to both parties. And uh, Dean didn't want to talk. So I said, okay. So then I reached out later and tried to smooth it over with him. And then he said, I got your message or something like that. Uh, and then Pellerito, he reaches out and says like a week later, sometime later, forget how much time he says, Hey, uh, Dean now wants me to be the mediator. He wants to talk. And I go, "Eh, yeah, but now we don't need that. That was, that was, I mean, let's just, no, I, I, we don't need to have a G6 summit over this G12 summit. Let's just, let's just him and I talk. Okay. So finally it happened. And, um, this is about the time that I was, all right. I can see on all the screenshots that are being sent to me that people have turned on me and Dean is diving full in, leaning full in with all these, I thank you all for the support for what has happened to me. And this has been just, and he's really, really leaning into the fucking thing. And you all are like, Eric, you know, my name is mud amongst this group. Um, Allison writes, I honestly thought that based on all the stories about Dean stopping by, being extra, et cetera, that Dean was friends with Eric and Diana outside of the show. That stuff with the kids is especially disturbing how creeped out by him they were. Um, so Dean's leaning into the whole business because I told him to get the fuck out of here. Everybody's biting in that uh, group and I'm seeing it. So I was like getting frustrated and couldn't really say anything. Cause I didn't want to out the moles, but I was like, all right, I got to end this. Now my attitude then was I'm worried about my audience leaving me right now. I don't care. That's why I'm, I did what I did. I no longer give a fuck. So you can stay or go. I don't give a fuck. I'm over it. Um, so I reach out to Dean to put it to bed. And then we ended up having this discussion. And I apologized. Now, I wasn't sorry. But I apologized. The one thing I did say that I stand by is I overreacted. Now, I had hoped that at some point during all this, I would have gotten an apology back from whoever thought of the idea um, for Dean, from Dean for doing it, but I never got that. So at this point, though, I said, all right, I'm out. 
No big deal. It's over. Um, Dean asked me to delete the uh, first show when I was bitching about him and saying, you know, was he a lot more pissed off when I was talking about it? He goes, asked me to delete it. I said, I would, and I did. And um, then I, I, I wrote a, hey, I'm sorry. And so that was it. Okay, now I still got my moles. And I noticed one day that Dean is still talking shit about me. And I still have the screenshot to this day. And he's still leaning into it, doing all the cross the line shit. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought I thought this was this was over and done with. You know, I thought we were kind of like moving on. Well, I got pissed off. And I told him to go fuck himself. And uh he, you know, then then it's back on. Let's play the feud. Um People are dropping like flies on Patreon. But not like a big enough to... No, no, no. Wait, I take it back. That hadn't happened yet. So now the... the You know what? I'm fucking this up again. Um, Before that happened... I can't remember if Adam the Odd left before or after that. And I think it was before. No, no, I don't remember it that way. I remember it that I told I told Dean to fuck himself and uh, made fun of him about his penis. And then, uh, so that ended. I'm thinking it's going to go away or whatever. But now we have a series of people getting offended by the shit I say in that group. And they, and they talk. They talk amongst themselves quite a bit about me. And they talk a lot of shit. So whatever, I don't give a fuck. But one of the things that happened that was really ridiculous, Adam was af- after because of music lyrics. Are you sure? Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So one day I'm doing the show here, and um, I went through this phase where I was getting annoyed because there was so much chatter on the, on, the, um, on the chat. This is another thing that's my fault. Instead of just ignoring, I complained. I complained that there's too much chatter on the chat that has nothing to do and it's getting in the way of people who are like writing jokes and shit like that. Because some of you actually write some pretty damn good jokes that are timely and I want to say them. It's my only real way to interact with you, but it gets difficult if I have to do this. Now, for the if you're listening to the audio, you won't be able to see it, but this is what I end up doing. Do you feel that momentum loss? I don't like to do that, but nothing I can do really. But I said something, and this turned out to be an absolute abortion. Three members of the audience, Jason, Kenny, and Adam, would write song lyrics. And what they would do was, no matter what word triggers them, they'd write a a song lyric about, a word. So if I said the word Joker, Adam would write, some people call me the space cowboy. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so that would show up. So I made the joke politely. Maybe a few less song lyrics. Well, Kablooey! He freaking...
freaks out. So now he's gone. Um, then I reach out to Nick. And I go, dude, this guy just freaked out on me. And I tell him why. And, and, and so that ends. And that he's like, what the fuck? And then uh, I'm getting screenshots of Nick bitching about Adam being a fucking baby. And so I'm like, oh, thank God. They're seeing it my way. So Adam leaves the show. And uh, so that was that. And, you know, it's just another another little chink in the armor. Um, now, this is where it kind of gets fuzzy for me. But uh, at this point, I was really frustrated. And Nick said, you need to take, this is uh, over Memorial Day, just before Memorial Day. You need to take a week off and don't tell anybody. I go, really? Yeah. That's what you do. That'll that'll get their attention really quick. I go, all right. Uh, sounds good. So I got a bunch of best of shows ready, and then Monday and Tuesday I'm I'm up north, and then um, uh, Adam writes Patreon being shared. Yeah, I, I forget about that. It, it's all fuzzy to me. That happened. Um, oh, I remember. When I lit into Dean on Patreon, uh, on the chat, there was all sorts of like, fuck Eric, fuck this. Uh, well, Dean's got to hear this. And, and Nick wrote, I'll share it with him. And he shared the Patreon and that became a long running joke. And so they're all on team Dean here at this point. Uh, Adam leaves. I take the vacation. Um, after I revealed the Dean that he, I go, Hey dude, I know that you shared the Patreon and he's like, well, I'll just see myself out. I go, I don't give a fuck. Don't even worry about it. This is stupid. I don't give a shit. Um, I take the time off. People are freaking out. I announce, Hey, I'm t- I, midweek. I, uh, somebody convinced me that I should say something. So I did. I come back. I come back and I decided I wanted to try not reading the comments and see how that went because I just felt like it something I needed to do. And I knew there was discussion about it because the moles were showing me that people are getting frustrated. It wasn't long after that, that Nick was the most vocal and he was pissed off about it. And he said, at least on the radio, they take phone calls or something like that. And he was, he's, probably like the most vocal of all of this. Um, and, uh, then not long after that, he, he quit Patreon. And so I reached out to the, the mole and I said, Hey man, he's out. And then, um, as time, I, went, I did the Patreon that day and someone said, this feels a lot less patriotic today because the word got out that Dean was gone. And so then I laughed and I, that got me triggered on telling the whole story of what I was pissed off about. So in that, I just fucking lit into Dean fuck that guy. I don't mean any fucking apology. He can suck my asshole. Fuck him because I was pissed off. Because he had started talking shit again with that cross the line joke with people. And that was after I had buried the hatchet with him. But apparently it wasn't buried. So 
when I was bitching about Nick not being on the Patreon anymore, Dean's name came up, and that's when I said, I'm not sorry about anything. He's a fucking creep. And I lit into him. And uh, that was because I was motivated because he never, ever did stop. Even though we had man-to-man had a conversation, he's not letting anything go. So if that's the case, I'm not going to let it go either. Fuck you. If you're going to fucking drag me, I'm going to drag you too. So that was it. Um, so let me think here. And if anybody knows anything that I'm missing, so if uh, feel free to write it down. It might help jog my memory. Uh at that point, I was still seeing all the screenshots, and uh, but it's starting to come unraveled the mystery uh, about how I'm getting my info, and uh, yeah, hold on, let me think here. So I said that, and then I'm like, you know, it's kind of like just percolating. People are pissed off. There's a lot of bullshit going on, and then it comes to pass that uh, Nick is the admin of Zaniacs United. Um, Nick starts the dialogue on his own Facebook page that I am the type of person who just uses people and then throws them away. And um, so I want to address that because a lot of these people that I'm talking about right now have been very helpful to me. And I am no longer friends with them. And that gets me back to the whole thing about, you know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I I don't feel like at that point I had done anything wrong. Uh, At that point, I hadn't started blocking anyone's numbers. I hadn't talked to anybody. There was one moment months before that Andrea reached out to me. Andrea is actually very bull and, uh, she had said to me with less specifics about how she doesn't like, she doesn't like the way I talk about conservatives and shit like that and stuff like that. And that's another example of getting too close. Um, she's letting the things I say about people. I don't I never like saying this because to me, it takes away the show element of it, but I'm in character quite a bit on my show. I'm not right now. And sometimes you won't even know it. When I'm on my show talking about I hate veterans because they wear their stupid hats that tell us what branch of the service they're in and I want to fight them. Of course, of course, that's a character. So anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, Nick is is spreading the uh, whole thing about I get rid of my people or I I use them and then I throw them aside. And um, that couldn't be further from the truth. Now, he had said to Kate in the uh, chat, which I was privy to seeing because of the moles, that he wanted out because I wasn't talking to the group. Now, since then, he has amended that. Uh, I don't know if it's, revisionist history or what, or he's letting all this other stuff compound. And now he's got a different idea of why he left. Doesn't matter. And I don't care, but I'm like, well, I'm not, 
the type of guy who uses people and throws them away. I'm a human being who, if anyone treated me nicely and now they don't, I am going to tell you to fuck off. And I've been doing a lot of that lately. And I probably should have a long time ago because this wouldn't have dragged out for as long. So I apologize for that, for not telling you to fuck off sooner, I guess. Because this is all bullshit. Every bit of it. Um, all right. So Nick's perpetuating all this nonsense, and he is the admin of Zaniac's uh, United. Uh, I didn't raise that much of an eyebrow about it because it's a Facebook group. Who gives a shit? You know, I don't, I really didn't care. I had a little bit of question about it and I was worried about how it was going to unfold. And it turns out I was right. Stand by. This is where we deal Pellerito in. Which, by the way, I think very much that that is funny that it is called Deniacs United now. I don't know if you're going to get a lot of content there, but that actually is very funny. I would not. When someone said, oh, my God, look what they did. I went, yeah, that's fucking gold. Are you kidding me? That is funny. Um, all right. Mike vouched for Nick to be the admin on Zaniacs United. And I remembered that. I went, all right, fine. Now, I had been getting the idea that uh, Nick or uh, Mike was definitely not thinking the way I'm thinking about this. He had his own set of thoughts on it. And uh, they were not Team Eric. None of that group was Team Eric. Um, and so I now know that all for sure Nick is an adversary that runs a page with my face on it. I know that Andrea is not feeling too good about me and Pellerito is definitely not team Eric. It's at that this point that Andrea on her own Facebook page starts writing these not so subtle memes about trust and lies and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Um, and I, I, I'm a little bit, what did, something's up. Something is going on. Now, what she was referring to was when these, I got to be nice. When these people decided to do a Freedom of Information Act request on me, which, by the way, that's fucking crazy. Let's think about this for a second. These are people that are supposed to be my friends. They're doing Freedom of Information Act requests on me. This is the level of fucking uh, uh, ganging up and bullying on, uh, bullying on me that was going on. And um, she only had in her possession the one phone call. Remember, I told you I called once, hung up, and then I got another fucking call back, and then I eventually made that call, which she has the audio of. She went and got it. Either she got it. That sounds like a Pellerito thing to do because he was always pretty good at that, but I don't know. Somebody did a Freedom of Information Act request, and so their big Perry Mason smoking gun, the basis for all for even more hate was when I said I made one call and it didn't show up on the 911 log, and they somehow think that because that happened, that that 
equates to a lie, which it's not. I didn't lie. I did do that. Why it didn't show up, I don't know. I'm I don't like I said, I don't run the 911 system. But if I'm going to lie about something, I'm going to make it a good lie. And you guys know, I don't fucking lie. I never have a problem telling the truth about me, and nor am I afraid to ever look like an asshole. Case in point, later on on this, I will be discussing with you about the horrible things I said about poor Nick's wife and the horrible things I said about Marcy. You see, I've been in some big fights lately, but I'm not ever going to dodge anything. I mean, come on. I've made my living in being 100% transparent with you. I'd look like a twat if I tried to dodge what things that I've done. So, no, I didn't lie to you. But eventually, uh, it's going to come out like it did on Friday that Andrea thinks that I did, and she thought that that was a big deal. So anyway, I'm seeing her uh, make all these things on her own personal Facebook page. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? And what is going on here? And I didn't know. Uh, at about the same time, I was on my birthday, and probably by design, and while I was on my, my vacation, trying to just lay low, a second vacation, second week off in two, in just over a month. Nick posted, I have in my possession something that will change everything for all of you. And he put it on Zaniacs United. Hashtag public record. And so I see that and I go, well, actually, I didn't see it. A mole sent it my way. And I went, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. What is it? So, and, you, and I'm talking to the mole, and then I went back and looked at it, and it was gone. This was like 12 hours later. Um, it's like, well, what the fuck? Now, a lot of people saw it, and a lot of people are like, huh, what? And they're posting the popcorn meme, and, I, and I'm like, what is that? Did I fucking rape somebody and I don't in a bad dream, or did I stick my dick in a kid and I, 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 I in a blackout moment when I was drunk? And now it's now it's coming out. I mean, what the fuck is it? Well, um, so I was confused, and Nick posted it on Zaniac United. So I was concerned because Pellerito had said he's going to be a great admin and he won't abuse his power, which I found to be a hilarious way of describing it because abuse power on a Facebook page. Okay. Um, well, this was clearly some type of gaslighting, um, to get you all talking, but it did disappear. So I was like, what's going on here? Now, that was a reference to the big Perry Mason 911 phone call where we found out that only one phone call was made from this number, which Andrea says is some horrific fucking lie on level with, you know, uh, Trump saying that he won the election. So... I had a feeling he was gaslighting, but I didn't know what. I had no idea. So I sat on it. I didn't say anything. And then on Sunday or Saturday of that day, uh, that was on, I think, I don't know, it was a day 
of my birthday. And then a couple days later, I'm driving home. I'm going to need my phone for this. And I was worried about it because Mike had said he's going to be, he's not going to abuse his power. And I, I thought he had abused his power, you know? Um, so my point was, um, you vouch for him and he's obviously up to something. Can you maybe, I wanted to ask him to know what he thought because if he is, but I'm pretty sure Mike was in on this, but I can't prove that it was, I know Andrea knew about it. I know Nick knew about it and I know Pellerito has a knack for getting phone calls via freedom of information act. So walks like a duck, talks like a duck. It might be a duck. I wrote to Andrea. Sorry to bother you. Wait, let me, let me back up because this is important because I asked both of them. I asked Andrea and I asked Mike. Uh, the text vanished, I think. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. I asked Andrea what she thought of that, and she deferred. She didn't say anything. And so I said, well, all right, I'll ask Mike. Now, that simple act of asking the other two admins about it proved to be a problem because Mike equates that with, quote, trying to drive a wedge between audience members. He said that to me. If you ask him for the recorded conversation because he indicated he records all our conversations, you'll hear him saying that. You're driving a wedge between audience members. I was like, what? I just wanted to try to find out what the fuck is going on here. So I asked the other two, I asked the two admins, Mike and her. I wrote to Mike. Hello, sorry to bother. I was curious if you knew what was going on with this post from a couple of days ago. It was on Zaniacs United for about 12 hours and then disappeared. Can you shed any light on it? And it was Nick writing, I have something in my possession that changes everything you think you know. Hashtag public record. You know, and you know what's funny about Nick? Sidebar. He'll Sometimes he'll post like a post that says, I'm done with the drama. But this fucker is dramatic. This is, he could be an actor. He's all about dramatics. Oh, my God. So I said, can you shed any light on it to Mike? Now, at this point, I'm getting the idea that Mike's a little fed up with me. Again, these people all talk. and But I haven't heard from Mike. I don't know what he is fed up about. He hasn't, I haven't talked to him at this point. Um, so, but I, I, I get, I, it's tough to read in during, uh, text, but I, I had a feeling this was a terse response. He didn't answer. He wrote, you should probably check with the source. Hmm. Okay. And then he follows it up with, it isn't there anymore. So don't know if it is a concern to be worried about. And it's like, well, A lot of people did see it and you're the admin and you vouched for him. So I kind of want to know, but kind of let it go. Oh, I wasn't worried. Just curious. Make it a great day, Mike. I just wanted to know what you thought of it. Then I called. 
I was taking a piss in the motorhome. I actually pulled over to take a leak. I go, you know what? I'm just going to call him. And he picks it up. And I knew I was in trouble because he goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, and I go, yeah. Hey, look, I know we're not on the same page. I know we're not, but I want to know what you think of this. You know, he kind of comes at me. It sounded aggressive. So like, I want to be aggressive. I can be aggressive too. And I didn't get two sentences into this and fucking it all hits. You're driving a wedge between audience members and blah, blah. Fuck this. Fuck that. I go, holy shit. This is remarkable. I have never heard this come out of you. And he's pissed and he's saying a lot, but it's kind of like spitting mad. And it's one thing after another. And all I wanted to do was talk about how an admin is starting some shit with me. And you know what he said? He said, how do you know it was about you? How do you know it was about you? You don't know that. Now it was, remember Andrea making the whole big deal about its public record when I talked to her on Friday and they've been touting this public record thing about the 911 call and shining a light on it and oh no, there wasn't a first call and all that other nonsense. So Mike's lying to me, okay? He knows full well what it is. But like I said, he's in this whole brainwash camp of, of people who, They think I'm the enemy. I'm like the common enemy. And all I want to do is talk to him about being the guy um, who is allowing this to happen. That's all I want to. And he's furious with me. He goes, you don't, it was a, it was a subtle email, a text or a, a post. You don't even know if it was about to you. And he's talking down to me like I'm some piece of shit. And You know, this is why, ladies and gentlemen, when you say they were so good to you, how can you possibly do this to them? Yeah, fuck that. I don't give a fuck who it is. If anybody, if someone gives me a million dollars and treats me like shit, I'm not going to be some bitch and bend over and take it. Fuck you. So I'm like there in the camper, my mouth open. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's, he's, I don't remember the fuck he said. He continues on. And then he hangs up. I'm like, holy shit. I got to call him back. He picks up. Same thing. Fucking rah, 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 rah. Driving a wedge. Driving a wedge. You don't know what's about you. Fuck this. Fuck this. Fuck this. Fuck that. that fuck this. I go, holy shit, motherfucker. He hangs up again on me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Nick was referring to the audio of me calling 911 to express my concern for the guy who's in front of my house hiding for God knows how long. Hang on, I need a drink. If any of you think I've missed something, Leave it in here and I'll explain it. I wrote to Mike. I certainly don't think I deserve to be screamed at and hung up on twice. I was talking to you. It was a conversation. You interrupted me several times and you would never let me even get my thoughts out. I was trying to explain to you and you freaked out. Come on, man. You and I both know he was starting trouble with me. Now, he's never had the nerve to say that because, you know, it's a little pussy. Sorry. I hate to to be going down the name-calling road, but a little bit of a pussy. Not not like because, I don't know why, but I I can't really put a fine point on it as to what 
but just a little pussy, kind of. It, and that, I'm not trying to be insulting, but that's a little pussy-like. That has pussy-like tendencies. You know? I mean, just fucking own it. Then we can solve the problem. But you guys want to continue this whole thing to uh, percolate. And I don't. I would just want to do a fucking show. That's all I'm interested in doing. Um. Anyway, I just thought it was worthy of bringing it up to you since you are the one who vouched for him as being an admin. So, and that's true. You have a guy who is the admin who is now exposing whatever Perry Mason moment and getting the audience talking about, I mean, who knows what that could have meant. And I don't know who deleted it. If he thought better of it or the other ones deleted it or something, they're up to something. We all know that. You can go ahead and yell at me, but it's hard to keep you out of it. Cause he kept yelling. I'm not, I'm not one side or the other. I'm not one side or the other. No, you're absolutely one side, Mike. But he wouldn't let me say that. You can go ahead and yell at me, but it's hard to keep you out of it when you are the one who said that he should remain as the admin. Now, I made that point, and he's not hearing it. And I'm glad I'm explaining it to you so that you, hearing this or seeing it, can see or hear my point. That's why I called him. He didn't even want me to talk to him. I was like, well, you're the guy I want to talk to because you vouch for him. If you want to talk to me like an adult, I'd be more than willing to speak to you. Remember when I called him? I'm handling this like a 50-year-old man. Wait a minute. Hold on. And I said, and I also, oh, yeah, because I'm writing this. While he was um, yelling at me, he goes, you want to lose another 10 bucks? You want to lose another 10 bucks on Patreon? He's holding that over my head. Ask him for the recorded call. He's got it recorded. He already admitted that. He's got these. He should, you know what you should do? If you really want to get some traction on the Deniacs page, you need to post those calls. I would if I were you. And I wrote, and I also don't appreciate the threats of canceling your Patreon, but you do you, man. Then I wrote this. You know I've always loved you, and I appreciate all the help that you've given me. Why would I try to hurt you? He did not respond to that. That ended. The week began. I started trolling on the Zaniacs United page. I started referring to people as lost souls and sensitive people and making fun of them. Um, I was pissed. And um, I don't know if that caused the Unabomber-length manifesto that appeared. Um, But after a few days of being an asshole on there, me, um, Mike revealed that the admins got together and wrote this long um, thing. And now, now we're full on into the I 
am expend my I treat my audience horribly and I uh, treat them like like they're expendable and I, and I'm pretty sure that outside of that pack none of you feel that way uh, you know I mean if you've ever done I mean I I'm just flattered beyond belief that anyone would ever support me and I'm always very very appreciative of that I try to work as hard as I can to keep you I try to over deliver as best as I can. But I do take great offense at saying that I, I treat people like they're expendable. No, I, I treat people the way I'm being treated. And if you were great to me in the past and then you're not great to me, I'm not, that doesn't exonerate you from being treated like the piece of shit that you are. Also, I'm also very forgiving and that's true. If anybody ever felt like they wanted to apologize, and it's difficult now because I've blocked numbers. Um, so I guess you're going to have to put in the elbow room or the elbow uh, grease in order to get that to me. But you can still reach out to me. But I, I don't want to hear from any of you. That's why I've said the Zaniacs are dead, and they are. Uh, that doesn't mean you're all out. I just don't want anything to do with it. But if you ever wanted to talk about it and apologize for all this bullshit that you've put me and my family through, I'd be willing to forgive you. Absolutely. But I don't want to deal with you right now. Maureen says they can email you if they want. No, they can't. Anyway, um, forget that. You know what I'll do? This is what I'll do. I'll unblock everybody that I've blocked when I'm all done with this. Because if I've made any sense to you, and I'm not done, if I've made any sense to you and you reach out to me, then perhaps we can turn this around. I'd love to work it out. I would. Um, I've said a lot of terrible things about a lot of people since then, and it might be too far, but so be it. Again, I didn't, I didn't uh, go out of my way to make this situation happen. You guys did all of this. This is all of your fault. None of this would have happened had you not done what you did. I've already admitted the things that I've been guilty of. All right. I'm not done with this story yet. Hang on. I need water. Pellerito writes this. Eric, you have created a garden. It was the infamous you have created a garden speech. You have created a garden. And it was really, really dramatic. And, um, excuse me. Then it went down the road of referring to themselves as the inner, so we are your inner circle. And that, that made a lot of people wince. A lot of people were like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are? Inner circle. We're just audience members. And I think that that type of language kind of lends to where the brains are. I think that it, it boils down to, I gave a finger, they took a fucking hand. Okay. Uh, there are still plenty of people who I talk to who aren't part of this mob, who don't feel this way at all. But for some reason, this is where we are. And uh, okay, so that ends. 
right away, a handful of people who are in this pack are like, agreed, spot on. Oh, so right. And I kept receipts. All right. Um, and uh, I, I paid all attention to that. And uh, okay, so that comes and goes. At this point, Pellerito has blistered me on the phone, has not responded to my uh, uh, emotional text I sent him. He's lit into me publicly, and he and the other two idiots. Um, and then, uh, hold on a second, I just got distracted. And then um, he's dragging me on this post. So at this point, I said, I'm done with him. I am not going to do, I'm not, I don't want anything to do with him. So I blocked him and I blocked Andrea and, um, and, and all the people that were involved in that. And, and I don't want anything to do with him. Now at the same time, Pellerito, he has been meticulously listening to my old shows on BBL. Okay. And, uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm reminded of something. Can you explain asking for Dean to be removed from Zaniacs United after you came to your house? Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. I had forgotten that. Yeah, at that time, I was uh, super pissed. That's when I called Andrew and I said, yeah, I want this guy out. Fucking A, if you can't do it, will you please remove my face and my likeness from there? Well, that made her furious, especially when she sees that she had her big Perry Mason moment. She's like, oh, my God, I'm being manipulated. He's lying to me. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's the end of the world. Um, yeah, of course I wanted Dean off of there. Uh, I felt terrible about him coming over. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't want anything to do with Dean. So that's, uh, yeah, that's all true. Pellerito for years has listened to these old BBL shows and taken notes and he would send painstakingly a lot of time and energy involved in doing that. Very, very kind. So, you know, I would put out the lost Zane recordings on Patreon and I would put um, his show notes there. Well, after all of this, to me, there's no going back. I'm now done. I don't want anything to do with him. And, and uh, so if I'm going to then, after what he's put me through publicly, take those notes and use those, I'm a bitch. I don't want to do that. He also did, There's also two other things he's responsible for. On Facebook and Twitter, I have a background, and it was the city of City Scrape of Grand Rapids and uh, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid logo is on it. On Twitter, it's another image, and it's Blue Frost IT's image on that. Uh, I took those down and replaced them because I'm now moving on from Mike, and I feel I don't owe him any explanation. He's just going to have to figure it out on his own after the screaming at me, hanging up on me, not responding to my text, the public dragging with the other admins, I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't want to be affiliated with you and I don't want any of my work to reflect that you had any hand in it. So you're out. I published the first Zaniacs United. And um, I'm sorry, Zaniacs, what is wrong with me? 
I published the first um, Lost Zane recordings with no notes. Mike writes on that day. He he writes to me. This is I take it back. I, he wasn't blocked at this point. FYI, you're missing show notes for last night. Release show 187. And it's like, you got some fucking balls to reach out to me after all of this. I've never heard what exactly you're upset about. Other than you screaming at me on the phone, we've not had a conversation. And now you're texting me about show notes? I did not respond. Two days pass. I post Lost Zane recordings again. No show notes. Mike writes, are we doing show notes going forward or not? I don't want to waste time if you are not going to use them. I'm not responding. I don't owe you that. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. Well, this cooks in his brain. And the week goes on. And he hires me on Cameo. Let's see if I can find it. He wants an answer. I have got to find an answer about whether or not we are doing show notes. Request. The occasion? Information. Instructions. I shouldn't have to pay $15 to get this information. I need yes or no on your WBBL show notes so I don't waste future time. I deserve that. Petty may make you happy, but don't have me wasting my time. Well... I declined the, I didn't do it. I didn't take his money. You can decline it. So I I declined it. And that was that. Okay. Then he goes to Zaniacs United and goes full Unabomber again and writes, attention listeners, these are the show notes. Uh, if uh, Zane was not putting them on anymore, if you have a question, talk to management. Now, truth be told, the show notes are fine. They were fine. I, it was a nice little thing. Um, but it's all right that they're not there. Eh, whatever. But he wants an answer. So uh, he does that, and now this next thing is now you're shitting in my sandbox. Now, now this is what caused me to block him. This was uh, last week, Thursday night. He then includes in the post two of my sponsors, Irvine's and Blue Frost. Uh, Eric has removed uh, the background from these social platforms, which uh, you were supposed to be on there. And um, so um, he's taking those down now. So I'm informing you of this. If uh, if you want the artwork, uh, I can get you the artwork. And it's like, okay, now we got a problem. So uh, I call him up. <gasps> Hi, Mike. How can I help you? What do you want? 
What are you talking about? Oh, Mike. Do I need to, do we need to, you know, play games here? What do you want? I go, all right, I will tell you. Y- you win. I do not need you to do the show notes anymore. Is that what this is about? And so the conversation then gets kind of, there's nothing really memorable. He kind of, he's, he, you know, you, you, you put him in a corner like that and he gets a little, a little uptight and he's not real good with it. He's very good when he's writing his words and uh, can get his thoughts together. But now I've got him on the fucking phone and it isn't long before he's kind of getting impatient with me. So I got impatient back. That's when I said, all right, I'm going to put an end to this. Quit fucking harassing me. I'll screenshot you and I'll take it to the cops. Leave me the fuck alone. You're a goddamn stalker. And that was it. Uh, Joey says, hold up. I'm confused. Is Blue Frost not sponsoring the show anymore? How did you get that? What are you doing? No. Yes, they're sponsoring the show. They, you know, they sponsor my Twitter page. And Irvine sponsors my Facebook. And I have, like, you know, an image. And their logo is superimposed on it. Well, Mike made that. Well, I don't want him doing anything with my show. So I removed it until I can make a new one. Yes, they're still sponsoring. Just that artwork's not there because Mike made it. All right. So that was it. Um, hang on, I need a drink. So he gets them involved. When it comes to my sponsors, you know, I have a rapport with them, thank God. And so this, these conversations went fine with them, but I still had to have those conversations. Uh, that, him now diving into that, you know, I mean, it's one thing to have this dramatic deal, whatever, but... You're shitting in my sandbox now. So I blocked him and I blocked all of them. I don't want anything to do with it. That was on Thursday night. And then I did my Friday show free. No reference. Patreon. I'm like, you know, I want to do an ask me anything. So I promoted it and it's going to be free. I wonder if people will ask about all of this. I'll be happy to address it. Um, In my head, I thought maybe they will, but I don't know. But these things are always fun and they tend to go pretty well. So I promoted it, but I didn't expect it to go the level that it did. But was I happy that it did go that way? Yes, without a doubt. Oh, um, prior to Mike posting the, uh, the Garden of Listeners soliloquy on Facebook. I was doing the airing of the grievances. I want to do the airing of the grievances. Well, obviously that, that didn't, they didn't want to do the hat. And then Mike had a uh, uh, reference that. Um, 
But the airing of the grievances kind of unfolded before our very eyes on Friday, which a lot of you heard. And you're like, wait, what has been going on here? Well, this is what's been going on here. So I'm getting this all out now. Uh, As best of my memory as I possibly can and as honest as I possibly can. Um, But Andrea, I just need you to know, I don't like you at all. I don't like any of you people. If I never talked to any of you ever again, that would be fine. But I didn't lie to you about anything. And even if I did, which I didn't, it doesn't prove anything. My God. Um, all right, so that happens with Pellerito, and then I do that uh, Patreon, and he emerges. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but he referenced something about uh, legal threats or something like that, and I guess he was talking about me threatening him with legal action if he doesn't fucking leave me alone. And then he said, I record all my conversations. I always record my conversations. I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit. So I called him and put him on. And he didn't say shit. It was embarrassing. And I called him some horrible shit. I called him a pussy and stuff like that. And it was it was ugly. Andrea gets involved. And she thinks she's got some hot off the presses fucking Perry Mason moment. I was like, this is, you don't have anything. And she's not believing me. So she just starts yelling at me. I start yelling at her. I told her to go fuck herself. She told me to suck a black guy's dick. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, I will. I wish I could. And then that was it. She still maintains that this is the crux of all of this. You know, this whole lying thing. Um, and that's not true at all. Fast forward fr- Friday or Saturday. Um, Nick starts in on Facebook after I promoted and posted that audio. And here he is. And he's swinging for the fences, swinging for the fences. And it's like, you know, I've had this joke that I've been hanging on to for a while. And it's been in the chamber, and it's like, oh, boy. And I'm like, should I do it? Should I do the joke? Should I? Mm, it's bad. It's really bad. It's going to have. It's gonna make you look like a fucking idiot. But I'm like, I know, but it's devastating. And I said, what would Eric do? And that is, you'd say the joke. And, I mean, fuck, I've been doing it this way for 52 years, and I ain't changing now. So I pulled it back, and boom, I let it go. And I'll say it. I said, if you took all of your time and energy and devoted it to a second job, you could buy your wife a new set of teeth. Now, that's horrible. There is an issue. Even John says, you shouldn't have done that. That was horrible. Even I was shocked. Yes, I agree. That was very, very bad. However, I was in the shit, and that's how I roll. I've said it before. You go low. I am going lower. No excuses. No excuses. And 
Unfortunately, no apologies. We are not in that stage right now. My intention was to do as much harm as possible, and that's the way it goes. And I wrote about it. I go, that's why they call these fights. So fucking A, that's how I fight. Stacy, if you hang here, there's very little left. I then loaded up another one in the chamber. And I had another big one ready to go, not for Nick. And I, I even felt so bad, and I even was very, very concerned about how bad that made me look, so I deleted it. And then I was like, oh, God damn it. Now you look like a pussy. So thank God he reposted it. So he did repost that joke, and I figured I'm going to leave that thing. So all right. I've been fighting with his ass, and uh, I think he's still hanging around. He was all like, oh, you're going to ban me from here, you pussy. He's like, fuck, I don't give a shit. Like, I care. Then poor Marcy has been asking for it for a long time. Marcy's one of these zaniac fucks who, whenever one of these pieces of shit says something about me, she writes, spot on true it's like i don't even know who the fuck you are you have i've never spoken to you all you've done is talk to this fucking mob who are you you piece of shit so get this she's up to her same old tricks and i'm like all right i've had it and i could feel it i could fucking feel it brewing inside of me And the beast is trying to get out. And the beast is like, you've been hanging on to this one. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta let that fly. And I said, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Hey, what? She deserves it. Let that bitch have it. I can't. I already said something horrible about Nick's wife. I can't do that again. Fuck that shit. This is war. Like you give a shit how bad you look. Fuck you. It's bad enough as it is. Fuck her. All right, I'll say it. She, uh, I wrote, I don't even know who the fuck you are. And she wrote, you, we've met twice, more lies. So, you know, I keep getting called a liar. That was all I needed. I let it fly. I wrote, I haven't lied to anyone. Do all women over 400 pounds say that about me? Doesn't that feel better? No, it's fucking terrible. She then said, you need mental health intervention. You need help. And I wrote, all right, let's do it together. And you can see it right now. It's there. And this is on my page. All right, all right, let's do it together. I'll do mental health, you do Weight Watchers. So that was it. Well, she then 
shows her fuck. She shows it to somebody. And this is what I see. Hey, just wanted to say you're a fucking piece of shit. Talk shit about anyone behind a fucking mic in your attic. All right. It's funny hearing how you'll turn your back on any of your listeners that speak their mind exactly how you do and call you out when you're being a dick. Someone's going to shut your ass up sooner or later. So now we're kind of getting into the threat world here. I'll do it if you give me a place and time. Who the fuck do you think you are? Have fun losing your following. Seriously, you're a piece of shit. So I'm like, all right, well, clearly this is a lover. I wrote, look, man, you're into fat chicks. That's okay by me. Response. That's my fucking mom. You piece of shit. Let me see you out sometime. This shit's not a joke, man. Your mouth's going to get you fucked up. Aren't you a man of God? What happened to you? Okay. Before I continue with this, you got to understand something. This is a fight. And if you're going to go and pick a fight with someone who for a living does this and has shown a propensity to up the ante at every turn. Hey, Bruce. To up the ante at every turn. This is a mistake on your part. You came into my world. I will defend. And I did. I am going to try to make you feel bad if you do that to me. And I would like to think that I'm quite proficient at this. I'm better than all of you. I've already said, we, we know this. I wrote, oh shit, dude. Well, this is awkward. Look, man, your ma picked a fight. I don't know what else to tell you. I usually don't have to bust out the heavy artillery, but I'm sick of her running her yapper. Unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast. I'm not going to sit here and let your ma talk shit about me publicly. So I had to drop the hammer, and now I'm not going to hear from her anymore. Problem solved. Oh, and she started it. And if you threaten me again, I'm calling the cops. I got your pick. I got your address. I got your words. So I'd let it be. You feel me? He wrote, and I do. I, I got his full name. I, have, I actually can see his house on this screenshot that I sent him. So you attack a woman's self-esteem. That's messed up. Well, of course I'm going to attack a woman's self-esteem. And then I wrote, in fact, I am going to call the cops. And I sent him the screenshot of his residence, his phone call, his full name. He said, I'm just trying to stand up for my mother. I think you do the same. And I wrote, I don't give a fuck. You're going to have a bad week. You should tell your mom to shut the fuck up. Are we done here? And he said, yep. 
So problem solved. That is it. Any questions? If you have any questions, email me, eric at ericzaneshow.com, or comment on a thread. I don't give a fuck. I built this show on transparency and honesty, and if the shit hits the fan, I'm diving in. I am swinging for the fences every single time. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't encourage you to help me with my show. If you think what I'm doing here is worthy of a donation on Patreon, do it. These fucks all left. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Reach out to me on Patreon and sign up to be a Patreon member. If you've enjoyed this, I put a ton of work into my Patreon. I am now done. This is not to be talked about anymore. I am flushing it. Eric, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for five or 10 bucks a month, but you can sign up for whatever you want. It doesn't matter. And I will over deliver on my Patreon. Comments. Ben writes, earlier you said you're open to a sit-down for apologies. Later you said you never wanted to see them again. Can you clarify? Yeah. I think you're getting two different Eric's when I say that. When I'm wound up, I say one thing. When I'm not wound up, I say another. But I don't think they will, so I'm kind of like just writing them off. Does that make sense? If Calm Eric, if someone reaches out to Calm Eric and says, hey, uh, Let's let's work this out. Yeah, I I, I guess I would, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and I posted about this because I am worried about you guys. Um, I'm actually beefing up the security at my house because I don't trust any of you, any one of you who gets pissed off. I'm beefing up the security. I'm buying more guns. I don't trust any of you right now. I think you're all psychopaths and lunatics and I already carry. So good luck, you know? Josh writes, imagine if you were still on Freeburn Owings and if a listener just showed up, you guys would have obliterated them. Eric, I donated AAT back in the radio days. Can I have your address to come swim in your pool? Thank you, Josh. I see your point. Uh, the idea about when I called might still be a sticking point to some of you. And I, I honestly don't know why. Um, other than calling Ottawa County 911, which I don't want to call the 911 number. Um, why that first call that I made that I didn't speak on, um, that my vo- that it never registered, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how that, that works in their center. And so there was no lie. I didn't lie to you. You can believe what you want. And even if I did lie to you, that, that, that doesn't, even if I lied to you, it doesn't fucking matter. Why can't you get that through your fucking skull? 
Kent writes, I can't drop the E out of you. I'm so upset with everything that went down because I still love them and you, but I'm not ever going to just show up and uh, uninvited. Yeah, great, but I understand that. But after you've heard this, after you've heard me explain to you how this unfolded, there's no way you can possibly think that I have any liability for anything other than the things I've admitted to. This is their fault. Call of Duty says, if Andrea is right that the 911 call happened one and a half hours after the fact shows an issue with the story. Well, dude, why? Why does that even matter? When I called, what does that matter? Who cares if it was a day after? five days after. Andrea is not the same as Amanda. And for those Zania, oh, I'm sorry. I don't even like saying it anymore because I fucking hate the term. Um, when the uh, uh, mud on the tire says, my lies don't matter. What a weird take. I didn't lie. I didn't lie. I stand by that. There is no lie. Jesus. Why does the phone log matter? You know, fuck, I wish I could get, let me look this up. Ottawa County non-emergency number. It's closed. God damn it. All right. Kent says, I'm not a fan of the free Patreon and the way it went down. It was incredibly cringy. Oh, I expect that. It was very awkward. I actually loved it, though. I thought it was fantastic because I had been I had blown off a lot of steam there putting up with that pack. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. Okay, that is it. I got nothing else. Uh, I guess privately you can send me, you can reach out to me, eric at ericsangelo.com if you have questions or whatever. But... That's it. I got nothing more for you. Uh, I'll let you all uh, uh, talk about it amongst yourselves, or as I said, reach out to me. There you go. If you're still enjoying the show or enjoying me, I appreciate that. We'll have a brand new show tomorrow. But that's it. I have nothing more to say. Now watch. I'll talk about it first thing tomorrow. Okay, thanks. Till next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.